0: Hey, history fans. If you want a double dose of history, here's a rerun for today, brought to you by Tracy V. Wilson. We hope it makes previous episodes for this date easier to find in the feed. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's December 18th. The discovery of the Piltdown Man was announced at the Geological Society of London on this day in 1912. The word discovery should probably go in quotation marks because the Piltdown Man was a hoax or a fraud, depending on exactly what happened, which isn't totally clear. In February of 1912, Sir Arthur Smith Woodward, who was the keeper of geology at the British Museum, which is now called the Natural History Museum, he got a letter from his friend Charles Dawson. And in addition to being a solicitor, Dawson was an amateur archaeologist, and he told Woodward he had found something really exciting in some gravel beds in Piltdown, Sussex. He said that some workers had been digging in this pit and they had dug up something that they described as being kind of like a coconut, along with some other fragments, and they had thrown them away. Dawson had gone and retrieved all of this stuff and dug up some other things and had several pieces of skull and jawbone before writing this letter to Woodward. This set of remains looked kind of human, but not exactly. He compared it to another find that had been dug up in Germany five years or so before. So the two men, Dawson and Smith Woodward, went back to the pit. They did a lot more excavating before having that Geological Society of London meeting. And when they got to the meeting, they had an ape like mandible or jawbone. Two of its molars were there and had significant wear on them. There were also the pieces of the brain case of a skull, which seemed a lot more human than the mandible part did. They also found some stone tools and fragments of other non-human mammal fossils. The coloring of all of this was very similar to what was in the gravel bed. Their conclusion was that these fossils were at least 500,000 years old. Everyone was really excited about this. People considered it to be a very major find, not just because it seemed to be evidence of a transitional fossil in the human family tree, but also because it meant that England was a very important place when it came to human evolution. A lot of papers were written about this find, basically a huge chunk of scientific literature. This chunk of literature was generally credulous and uncritical of the find itself. It wasn't really looking into whether the find was legitimate, but into what the find meant. There were some doubters, though, right from the start, but things didn't really start to fall apart for the Piltdown Man for about 10 years. First, in 1926, it was discovered that those gravel beds where the fossils had been found were not nearly old enough to have 500,000-year-old fossils in them. Then people started finding fossils in other parts of the world that showed a very different track of human evolution. And then, in the 1940s, people started to develop isotopic testing. And that quickly proved that these bones were nowhere near 500,000 years old. It was more like maybe 50,000 years old at most. And that was from the very earliest generation of these sorts of tests. Those tests got better, and when they got better, the findings got more precise, and when the findings got more precise, the bones were even newer, more like about 600 years old. Not anywhere in the vicinity of 500,000 at all. Further analysis showed that this jawbone was not from a human ancestor. It was from a young orangutan, And all these various pieces had been meticulously altered to look like they were genuine. They had been stained to match the material in the gravel beds. The molars had been artificially worn down, and the other mammal fossils that had been found, they were genuine, but they weren't actually mammals that lived in that area. It became clear that someone had done this on purpose, and a lot of people were extremely embarrassed and very worried about what this said about the state of science and what damage it might have done to people's understanding of science. So we know a lot more today about exactly how these hoax remains were doctored to look real, but there are still some doubts about exactly who the hoaxer was. It's generally pinned on Charles Dawson with the idea that he was trying to bolster his own career. But it's possible that he might have been the dupe of some other person's deception. You can learn more about this in the December 16th, 2016 episode of Stuffy You Missed in History Class. Thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on the show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History Class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever else you get podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a very famous Christmas story.